Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, guys. Welcome to today's episode of the Yacht Yacht Show. Here with your weekly entertainment is me, myself, and I, along with my lovely wife, Stephanie. How y'all doing out there, guys? We are just at the trailer hood doing a little hanging out, I guess you would say. We done had our baths and carried on. Been watching a little football, and well, maybe the football games didn't go the way we want to, but hey, it's all entertainment. It's, they're blessed to make so much money entertaining, folks. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to the day. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, you get all this entertainment for free, baby. I'm so thrilled. Oh, it's so blessed. I mean, there's however people, you want to put it. Oh no, it's how you need to take it. Uh, Such a blessing. Such a blessing. That's Such what a I, blessing. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Oh well. Oh, I guess we ain't really had a whole lot going on this week either. It just seems like you know we're just regular folks like everybody else, but uh, just working and grinding and. This week, I've been grinding myself now. You have, finally. (laughs) Finally Finally been doing some work. Finally. I caught 46 hogs, 22 beavers, two otters, and a coon. You've been been busy. Been busy. You have been. And uh, you helped me along with some of that. You got to come along on one of the beaver excursions. Got to film a little bit for me and... Mm -hmm. Whatnot, so the that was very very nice. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, got too cold for me. I'm not going no more. Yes, speaking of cold, we're in a. I guess we're in like an Arctic blast right now. Not quite, but it's getting colder for us. It's supposed to get down to like 11 degrees or 12 yeah, degrees, which is unusual for us. Everybody's panicking, but yeah. we'll see what it is. Yeah, well, we're gonna leave the water dripping. We got to remember that. Gonna let the dogs in. Already got them a bed made. Yeah, well, Trapper better act right. Well. Or he can he can go back out there. Well, you just wake him up and take him out to potty. <sighs> now, we got one dog, folks. We got we got Bella. <laughs> Bella likes to hang out with the beavers, and she would she actually would stay on the tailgate in this 10-degree weather all night. Beso- so obsessed. Yeah. So obsessed. I mean, it's just. <laughs> it's unhealthy. All right, well. I mean, She's she, a good dog, but, but it's unhealthy she obsession. Did, she loves the beaver. She loves squirrel, the, birds, everything. anything. She's gonna lay up with it. So we're gonna bring him in tonight. But now Trapper, Trapper, uh, he's not fixed, so he likes to mark things. So you have to watch him. He just get up in the middle of the night and won't go mark something. And uh, you, like he did the other night. Oh my gosh, we come in. We don't even know how he got in the house. No. So if you're listening, which you should be listening, uh, me and Cruz, Stephanie wasn't home from work yet. I don't believe. Mm-mm. Me and Cruz are gonna go up to Paul and Granny's. And uh, some the wind was blowing a lot, and I don't know if the wind we didn't shut the door good, and the door stayed open, and then maybe the wind caught the door and shut the door. But between some of that time, both the dogs come in the house, and we we hadn't been home in I don't know how many mm-hmm. how long. Because I pulled up, me and Cruz did. You were behind us, and when we opened the door, the dogs ran out, and we saw spots of pee all throughout the house. Yeah. Just, you thought that we had just let the dogs in 
and Trapper done all that within like a second. Yeah, I, I don't, I, and I don't but like. They it. were in for quite some time. Yeah, he just come around here marking the trailer hood up, and I mean the thing is, me and him always go out there and mark your tires. I don't know why he need to come in the house and mark. I don't know. You know, but so Trapper better act right tonight, or he gonna get the cold shoulder literally in the cold. Well, if he sleeps outside, then so do you. Ugh. Well, I got heated seats in my truck. I'm going to take your <laughs> keys away from you. No, they're not sleeping outside. Oh, no. That's cruel. That is. That is. Tonight is the night. Like I said, uh, if your dog's animals stay outside, they need to at least have proper bedding or not have them on a chain to wear. Because a dog, any animal will find a warm spot. Mm-hmm. It'll find the best available warm spot. I ain't saying, you know, it's 11 degrees outside. It's not too many warm spots. But, you know, when I used to work over in the city of West Point, the biggest thing over there was people just didn't care. Mm-hmm. And they would they would have a doghouse, but that does nothing. A piece, a piece of plastic doghouse or a wooden doghouse, it blocks the wind, but it's still... It's still freezing. still 11 degrees. It's still snowing. It's still sleeting. Wouldn't have no cedar shavings, no hay, no nothing, and, be, and then be tied on a six-foot chain. So I always said that, you know, I'd always call them out, you know, when, when people treated their animals like that. You know, the best thing to do is not have them on a leash and let them find a warm spot if you're not going to let them come in or give them mm-hmm. proper bedding and whatnot because animals will find their own their own warm spot or their uh, natural place to be. So if you got animals and you listen to this. Let them be in. Well, at least give them proper. Yeah. I mean, like us, we have nowhere else for them to go. Yeah. There's I mean, nowhere that they can, I mean, because. Yeah, we got them on a shock collar thing around the house. But, uh, I mean, they got shavings and stuff like that in their house, but. I mean, we'll block them in the laundry room right there, and oh, they'll be good to go. She's got them a nice little pallet laid mm-hmm. out. Did you ever have you a nice little pallet when you had sleepovers? Did did mom and daddy make you a pallet in the floor? You... Yeah, and I remember I would always want to sleep with mom and dad when I was little, and then trying to transition to my bed, I'd make a pallet down at the end of their bed in the floor. Right. And I would always do that as a little kid. Yeah. But like when I had older, when I had my, my friends over, we would do pallets and sleepovers, which we were up all the time. Right. We didn't hardly sleep. Didn't. We were watching TV, doing other things. Right, right. Yeah. Well, the dog's got a nice pallet in there. And like I said, if it gets too cold, if power goes out, gets too cold, we just go lay up with the dogs in the, in the laundry room. They'll, be, they'll keep us warm. No. Granny and Paul's got a generator. Oh yeah, and they got gas heat. And we going down there. Yeah, we we got we got trailer hood heat. We got mm-hmm. electric, which like I said, we, we've talked before. Four County's pretty good about keeping the lights on. Which our power did go out the other night. It did but for it went, a few hours, but I don't think very long. I mean, it was nighttime. We were fixing to go to bed anyway, so. Yeah, I didn't even hear it when the, I didn't even pay attention when the lights. I didn't hear the lights come back on. You didn't hear it or uh, see it. I can hear light bulbs, baby. Okay. I can see light through my eyelids. Apparently not, because you didn't know when it came back on. Because <laughs> uh, I've been working so hard this, oh, this bless week. Oh, it. Okay. Baby, it's been hard this week. I mean, I've been... You have been working very hard for that, this week. And I almost drowned? This week. Yeah. Th- this week. <laughs> <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> it may be only for a week, but it was a hard uh, week. I know, but now you know what it feels like. Yeah. Working every day. Yeah. I'm proud of you, though. Thank you, thank you. But I almost drowned. I know, but you didn't. But I didn't because I'm a powerful swimmer, and I, I handle myself in, in, in rare and dangerous situations. It was, like, not even waist deep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even be too dramatic. <laughs> it was a little over waist deep. I okay. mean, I had to get out of that hole, and then it, then it was, like, knee high. 
Yeah, you fell down. That's why it looked like it was like to your neck. <laughs> but then when you stood up, it was it was knocking your... me down. Okay, it was knocking me down. So folks, y'all are gonna see this on a YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic. It's not dramatic. It's truth. Okay. It's stretching the truth a little, baby, but it makes for a great story. Right, but it's not a truthful one. Oh, now, nah. so y'all want to hear a story, folks? Sit back and relax and get comfortable. I'm going to tell you a story about how the yacht almost drowned beaver trapping. <laughs> the most dangerous <laughs> profession. <laughs> I like, thought you were about to like tell something else. I know. We got to tell this story first. Okay, well, you tell it. Yeah. And let me tell it the way I was supposed well, to tell, you tell it. Tell it, tell oh. it. You got them all here. So there I was, folks. There's this big, massive beaver dam, almost like the Hoover Dam. Baby, you know what the hoop, how big the Hoover Dam is? This is like the Hoover Dam of beaver dams. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I have been after these beavers all week because I've only been trapping a week, all week. And they and I got this camera set up so I can watch these beavers get busy all night long. And they dam this up. I cut the water, cut the dam. They dam it back up. I set the traps. I catch a few of them. And the other day, you know, we had that big storm, right? Can we get some agreements on that? We yeah, that we was did. a storm. It, I mean, it was. It was okay. It was a powerful storm. Straight line wind somewhere between the I don't know seventy to seventy five miles an hour. Give or no, take, give or take, no, fifty. Give or take fifty. <laughs> We're going from seventy-five to fifty. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, I'll go with it. Yeah, go, go ahead. You're making it hard for me to jump into this story. Tell yeah, it. I mean. You're, so mm-hmm. there I was, and I had two traps set. So that means I had a chance to catch two beavers. I set one at the dam where the water was just at the time it was just barely going, baby. And I was sitting in a truck because this big storm. And you done told me to be careful because this storm was coming. And as this storm was coming out of the west, I was sitting there waiting on the on the storm to pass. And it kind of passed a little bit. But what it was, it was just a little bit of break in that storm. Well, I got out and I had a beaver at the dam. But it wouldn't drown on that drowning rod, so I had to go over and shoot it. Well, in the meantime, I said, well, I'll give it time for the blood to kind of wash away with that, with that water while I go check the other trap. Well, during that time, I had to go up the river. I mean, this river's like, I don't know how big and wide. It's, You're in creeks. Not it's, a, it's not a river? Not a river. Uh, well, I was, I was going down this creek, and this water's over my waist, and I'm, and I'm wading through it. And I had to go up under this big main, like this big sewer water main thing. And if it was to break, it could just drown me right there. So I was going up under it without getting my head in the water. And I come up on this other beaver, and that beaver wasn't dead either, baby. Mm-hmm. So these beavers are so big and strong that they're pulling my trap slap out of the out of the creek. Oh my gosh! And what he did is that beaver swung around. He's on an eight foot rod, so he's on the end of it. He done pulled it out of the mud, but the other end staked down. So it's like he's on a big eight foot rod. Mm-hmm. He, he can't do nothing but kind of you know sway back and forth. But he went up in the bank den and see up in the bank dens where them beavers hang out. All of them don't have lodges. They dig up in the bank. And then they get up, and that's where they stay away from the critters. They, they try to kill them, the predators. And they swim underwater, and they come up in that bank den. And that's where it was. It was locked up under there, and I couldn't get it. And you got in there. Well, it was hard. I had to call JP, and JP said just reach up under there and grab it. It's probably already so dead. You had to call an expert. Yeah, because JP's a pretty good expert. Mm-hmm. He, he, he'd learned me a lot. Okay. And then, so as I was decided that I wasn't going to put my hand under there, because I kind of, you know, I, I like my hands. You know, I got them good, smooth, tender hands, you know. They rough us all get out. They rough. They only pull out a few threads out of your clothes when I try to rub you. Go ahead. Go on with your story. (laughs) 
So anyways, I got I had to get a shovel. It's called a sharpshooter. It's kind of sharp shovel. Mm-hmm. And I dug it out, and I got in there. I found that beaver, and I shot that thing in the head. Wow. Big baby. You see how big wow. that beaver? I know. I'm just that, amazed. I mean, it was it. the tail was wide as your thigh. I mean, it, not your what thigh. What you trying thigh. to say? I'm big? No, 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 no. My what thigh. What you trying to say? <laughs> your thigh. I was about to say you were good at storytelling that you should write a book, but now I think you done got that foot too far in your mouth that we may not can do that no more. I didn't mean your thigh. Uh-huh. I'm talking about in general thigh, like a big. Right, not, right. not your thigh. I like your thighs, baby. I ain't talking about no. I mean, just I, like the story you made that you were going to make a paddle out of that paddle of the beaver tail when I got out of line. <laughs> <laughs> Will you let me finish my story? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So as Go I got ahead. that beaver taken care of, the storm, another storm rolled in. Mm-mm. And it was flooding and just the raindrops was big as your fist. And they were hitting me so hard that it even made me mad. So I was like, well, you know what? I go run back and get in the truck. So I took my clothes off, I took my shirt off and everything, took my waders back off, and I got in the truck. With your underwear? No, no, I ain't in my underwear yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just, I just took my shirt off because my, my waders had me dry on my pants, but I had to take my shirt off because I, I was soaking wet. So I get back in the truck and I wait, and I wait, and I wait, and then finally the storm passes. So I go back down there and get my big beaver, the one that had the, the thigh paddle on the back up. I go get that beaver, and I get him up on the land. Well, by the time I did all that, baby, I get down there to this dam, and now this I done got this beaver. He's dead over here waiting on me. And the water's just rushing over the whole dam. I mean, it's dangerous. And I was like, but there wasn't but one man for the job, and that's me. So I got down there, but I had two beaver traps down there. That's why I got confused. It, I, was, I was still just cold from being wet and everything, and my mind wasn't quite under. And as I got over there, I had two traps. When I went to pull one trap up by the rod, as I was pulling the rod, the trap was coming, but the beaver was still at the bottom of the dam. And I thought that the beaver toe had done tore off, and he was just going to lay there. But I didn't want to lose the beaver because, you know, I got to get paid, right? Uh-huh. So they might, they I reached down. They you from the job now. I know. So I reached down to grab the beaver only for my feet to give out from the dam. The dam give out on me. That's how bad the water it was breaking the dam. It was just falling apart on me. It's dangerous. And as I fell down in this, this deep waller of a hole that, that the water, the Russian water had made, and as that cold... It had been 32 degrees water because it gets any colder, it'd freeze. Oh, gosh. And it rushed down my down my throat. I was coughing it up. <laughs> I was spewing it out as fast as it was coming, baby. And I was trying to and I was trying to get my head above. <laughs> I'm glad you think my death, <laughs> my near not. death experience was not. has you tickled. So as I was there and I reached out, and what it was, the reason I thought the beaver was wasn't coming was loose, I had the wrong rod. The other rod's still in the ground. So as I was being almost swept away, this is all happening within seconds. You know, my mind works really fast like that. And all I could think of is I just grabbed that beaver by the hair and it held me from being blown down the creek. And I pulled myself and I got a hold of that rod and I just fought, fought that water. It was just millions of pounds of like hundreds of thousands of pounds of water pressure coming at me. And I don't think, I mean, most men couldn't have done it, mm-hmm. but... The way I handled it, and I just pulled myself on up and got back up there, and uh, then I got that beaver pulled up, and I was soaking wet, and I and I went up, and I got the beaver up to the truck, and I took all my clothes off, but my but my boxers, and then I drove home, mm-hmm. and and everything. So, I just saw it differently. 
Right. When I watched it. When you watched the video, you saw it differently than what I just told it? Right. Like, I didn't see the 75-mile-an-hour wind going on. I didn't see the storm or the river that you were in. I just saw you try to pull, and you kind of stepped forward, and you eased down like you were sitting, and the water took you a little bit, and then you just kind of, like, stood there for a little bit trying to get but, back up. Baby. But I was you got praying. Back up. I was thanking the Lord for well, giving me. Well, you stood there for quite some time, like bent over, like. Well, you don't. Yeah, you don't do quick prayers. I had to give. I gave the Lord thanks for the power of Samson that was in my body. Oh, okay. I believe you. Yeah. And then as I got up, I mean. I believe that that's. But you make what it, you believe of it. I mean, you you make like because you saw the video that like I was in a kiddie pool. I mean, kind of. Like I'm in the splash pad. I mean, it looked like you were having fun. <laughs> <laughs> she killing me, guys. She killing me, guys. But I just want y'all to know, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna see the video. And they'll probably see what I see. But you're a good, good storyteller. Like I, you can tell the stories. That's how it happened. That's how I remembered it. That's I, how I, I felt. I believe it. I believe that's how you remember it happening. I called in you. your mind. That's how it happened. It was so bad that I called you and said, "I just want you to know." While you were laughing, <laughs> I just want you to know. I almost drowned, but I didn't. I just wanted. I just wanted you to know first. Yeah, I did. I wanted because you always be on me about not telling you like stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like bring up something. You like you didn't tell me that. I'm like, yeah, I did. You're like, no, you must have told somebody else. And I always did. I appreciate the call. Yeah. Because I laughed. You yeah. laughed. We both laughed. Yeah, because it makes great YouTube, makes yeah. great video, makes great entertainment, storytelling. Because you're a storyteller. Yeah. You're good at it. <laughs> but I can't let you tell stories at night to cruise because I don't know what kind of stories you're going to make up. Do you want me to tell them? I am going to tell them because we're on a podcast and we can talk about whatever we want to because whether they listen to it or not. But... uh. The, sto- the reason that I'm not allowed to tell stories at bedtime is because of the story that I told at bedtime. <laughs> it's how you told it. <laughs> how you told it. So, Which it was a story in the Bible. That a lot of people don't know. But, but the, the way w- that you told it. Made it seem like it wasn't. It's not a- something a six-year-old. You need, you need to put it on a six-year-old level. And that should be easy for you to kind of bring it down to the kid's level. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, so in the I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell it. So in the in the in the Bible, King David before I, uh he wanted to marry I can't remember the king's name, daughter. He wanted to marry a king's daughter. And I think her name was I don't know if you say it, Micah. It's almost spelled like Michael, but it's it can't be Michael. He, you know, it's gotta be Micah or something like that. Anyway, but anyway, he went and killed 200 Philistines, I believe, Pharisees. I can't, you know, don't, I'm not trying to speak the Bible here. I'm just telling you the story of it. And in order to what he brought to his, as a reward to bring in to a king for a daughter, you're basically trading back then. What can you give the king for one of my daughters? For her hand. Yeah. Right, her hand, in which the king would have multiple daughters. So it was always something what you get. And King David went out and killed. He wasn't King David at the time, but I don't believe. But he went out and killed the king's enemies and brought back. And the Bible says it brought back 200, I believe it was. It was 200 uh, foreskins. So 
I'm telling, we were telling Bible stories. You was, but you didn't no. say it that way. <laughs> I said it come back when he, I don't remember how I said it. I told him he cut all their willies off. Or cut, something. Brought back 200 willies to the, <laughs> to the king. And then, uh, but y'all were telling Bible stories like David we, and Goliath. Well, and, yes, but we, we have like a kid version of Bible stories. And we had read that one, but they, they leave off some of that part. Yeah, like the king, like the part where he cut Goliath's head off, like it left that it, out. Yeah, it doesn't do all that. It does it in like a child's version so that they can. Yeah, I'm just making him strong. N- no. I told him, I said, well, then, because when we stopped, you were talking about he knocked him out with the, with the rocks. And then I was like, and then it was like, and all, all of them ran away. I was like, no, that ain't the end of the story. That wasn't the end of the story. I was like, David went over there to Goliath and pulled out his sword, raised it up above his head, and just slammed it and cut his head off and held it up for everybody to see. You know. And that's why you don't tell stories no more. It then cruises. Not to him. It then cruises wide awake. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Granny and Paul, do you know what I learned? <laughs> and then he goes up yeah. and tells Granny and Paul that David said there's a man in the Bible that cut off their willies. <laughs> No. It's no. not funny, but it's just a story that a lot I of people know. leave out, you yeah, know? Yeah, but you, it, so, it depends on your audience of who you're talking to. You, right. you may leave off a little bit. You're not lying about the story, but right. you don't have to tell it all. Don't have to tell it all. Not to a six-year-old. Oh, well. So, that's why you're banned from that. Yeah. But I can make up other stories. You do. You make up a lot of stories. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> I think you're good with it. Oh, bad. Well, we don't we don't need no more. Mm. Or do you have any stores? So what about power outages or cold nights? So what did you do as a kid? Like you had uh, I didn't say power outages, but like we got to, we're talk, potentially talking it. Here it is about seven fifty five or seven thirty five at night. Because I think it's coming in around six ish in the morning. Is it? Yeah, I thought it was like two to six. Oh, maybe. So middle of the night we could be waking up to no power. To no power, two to four to six inches of snow. Could be I just ice. remember one power outage. I don't remember when it was. It was several years back, but I remember we were without power for almost a week. But which yeah. which which we had a generator and we had the gas or yeah. the heater, or whatever, the fireplace. And so we all like made a pallet and we slept in the living room. Yeah. But I don't I don't remember how long ago it was. I was a teenager. <laughs> was I working? Probably. <laughs> You were out <laughs> cutting the lights on for everybody, and here I was, a teenager. You are having a slumber party. So. I, was, I mean, I was probably, I don't even think I was driving then. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely, that's what I'm saying, because I was definitely, we're 10 years apart. So I was probably, which Daddy would know, Daddy remembers everything like you. Right. Yeah. I don't remember what year that was. Yeah. Do you? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know that I started my career when I was 20, so you would have been 10. I so mean, the I power say I was probably like thirteen or so. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. I'm out there just getting people's power on, power on, and, and I'm missing uh, being hailed a hero. All and my here classes you are. in school. <laughs> school can't even drive to school. <laughs> yeah, I mean, y'all drinking you, hot chocolate. You could have picked me up and took me to school and then go to work. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's whatever. I joke. We joke about it every now and again. That, so, like, this is around the holidays, but you know, during Christmas when I used to work for the city of West Point, which electric department, we always took the kids up, you know, up on the Christmas tree and let them put their ornament on. They'd ride <laughs> the bucket truck. So now when people ask, they're like, "So how did y'all meet?" I was like, oh, "I used to take her up and put her Christmas ornaments on the tree." <laughs> 
when her elementary class would come through. <laughs> yeah. When did y'all meet? Oh, <laughs> we met 20 years ago. I just didn't know it. <laughs> she put that star on the tree. Oh, oh that's terrible. But anyways, but like I said, man, I can remember working a lot of those storms, and I don't miss it anymore. But I remember as far as the snow. That's a that's rough weather yeah. for them, and I I hate it for all of them, the linemen that has to work in weather like this, and being the cold, and I mean, yeah, it's just it's risky, you know what you're signing up for, but they work they work hard to get their lights back on. They work hard to do what they do. Oh yeah, and they want to do a good job, mm-hmm. and they want and they have to deal with with everybody that's mad if the the neighbor gets on and you don't get on, or mm-hmm. how long is it going to be? You know, we live in a, a world of right now, life right now. You know, so but I remember when we did that snowstorm one time. I think we worked thirty six hours straight before we got to go home. And I was tired. And I remember falling asleep twice on the ride home and uh, almost taking out a mailbox mailbox twice. So uh, I was really tired. So, and then when you get home, you got you catch that second wind and you're trying to, you know, because you got to get a shower from the, all that and mm-hmm. you kind of wake up, but then you crash and you crash pretty hard. But, oh. I had, I saw on somebody's post that we know that works uh, with an electrical company says remember bad weather's coming good possibility of losing power niceness goes a long way on getting your power back on quickly <laughs> but i mean it really is because oh, yeah. if you've got people that are complaining and complaining which a lot of times we have to tell our patients especially if there's an outage and we have patients that are oxygen dependent i mean if they don't have a generator you have to call the station, see if they can bring out a generator for them or see if they can make them like priority due to like a medical. Right. I think they have like medical list they can put them on. So those are things that we have to deal with. And a lot of our patients kind of have already been making those phone calls. Right. Because we have some that, I mean, they cannot be without oxygen if they lose power yeah. for several days. I mean. Yeah. You only got, how many hours do you think you got on a tank once it, a couple of hours maybe? Three um, or half a day? I mean, not yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Hours. I yeah. think it's only like three or four. If you're, it depends on like what liter you're at, because you can yeah. do it on low flow or more of a high flow for some. Yeah, we used to have we used to have a list of places that when power out, you had a list of people uh, that we had in the bucket truck that would tell you. So if you had power out in this neighborhood, you check that list to make sure there was nobody oxygen dependent. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can always call. Well, we had the fire department that would help. We had, you know, uh, to get somebody to the hospital or get somebody. To, if they could get up and go to somebody's mm-hmm. house, if it was going to be a six to 10 hour, you mm-hmm. know, depending on with broken poles, how many lines down, you know, we tried to work with them. But I tell you, the last couple of years, we didn't have all that. And it couldn't work. You couldn't work with anybody in that town there towards the end. And, mm-hmm. and, and like I said, you know how much I didn't like that job before I left. But uh, everybody, it seemed like everybody had an excuse why they needed their power on mm-hmm. right now. And really, a lot of it, you know, I remember when this lady told me one time, she's like, I'm losing. Ten, I think it was a bad storm, and we had a lot down. It took us two, about two good days of work to get everybody on. I remember this lady was like, and it was, and not that I care because we live in a two bedroom trailer, but this lady just kept calling. She's like, I'm losing uh, ten customers a day at a hundred dollars. I'm like, well, that's a thousand dollars. She's like, I know. She, I said, you make a thousand dollars a day. She said, yes. And I said, you live in the hood. If you make over $300,000 a year, why are you living here? And not that it mattered where you live, but she yeah. was lying. Mm-hmm. And, and and eventually that's what it got to in the city of West Point was everybody was just 
lying about why you needed power yeah. back on. And, and it ain't like nobody's trying to take a break. You know, I mean, you would take a break, but it wasn't like somebody was saying, I just don't want to get their power back yeah, on today. Yeah, well, we see it as an inconvenience, you know, before knowing the line of work that you did before, I didn't know what it entailed. I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know that many hours that you were working and the nights, the type of storms you were working in. So before that, you know, I'm like, man, I just, yeah, I want my lights on. You know, I was more selfish in a way, but then kind of seeing it from what you had to be put through and nonstop working, the cold rain, you know, it just made me kind of reevaluate the way that I look at it, yeah. especially when our lights go out, just light a candle, make the best of it, That's you know? It. That's it. Get called out all the time. Like I said, I don't miss it at all. Even though I'm up all the time doing what I do now, it's just a different, it's mm -hmm. what I want to do opposed to Yeah. we would just lay in the bed. And the pager, I mean, the phone would go off, power out, mm -hmm. you know. And by the time, and a lot of people don't understand, a guy's got to come from home or he's got to get up and get dressed. So that first 30 minutes, mm -hmm. he's just getting to work. Right. Where a lot of people think that first 30 minutes, why the power on? Mm -hmm. You know, because you're sitting there not doing anything or, you know, not uh, just going back to bed if you can, you know, stuff like that. But I will say, like, our little towns around here, you've got a lot of good people that help each other out. Oh yeah, y'all got the. And it's really, it's really nice to see, especially when you got, you know, trees down, you know, all the things. You got people that really show up and help out. Yeah, I caught. I told, I told the supervisor today. I was like, "Y'all need any help? Holler at me now." And uh, he said, "Oh, we will." He said, "Your experience with ice and snow and stuff like <laughs> that." He said, "We got chainsaws, this and that." And I said, "Hold up, I don't want none of that." <laughs> You've been cutting a finger off or something. I don't know if my back hold up to a chainsaw now. <laughs> I was like, hold up. I just want to drive the salt well, truck. I just want to put salt on the bridges. <laughs> I remember when the tornado that came through in 11, was it April mm -hmm. of 2011? I had had my LASIK surgery done the day of. Really? And uh, I remember, because I went and stayed at Mom and Daddy's, and I had to take an ambient and sleep. And when I woke up, I had to take another ambient sleep to like rest my eyes after the surgery. And I slept through the whole thing. I think daddy had to like come and pick me up and put me in the hallway when the tornado <laughs> came. And we had a neighbor down the end of our road that the tornado completely took their house down. Right. And it was, it was really bad. There was like trees that were blocking everybody's driveway. I guess it just missed us, thankfully. But I remember I had to wear goggles on my eyes to protect them. So it looks like I was like swimming, <laughs> but I couldn't see anything. My eyes felt like sandpaper. Right. So I was like walking out the next day. Like I didn't know what had happened. <laughs> I had no idea. We had no power. And here I am walking around with these little goggles and I can't see nothing. And I was supposed to go that next day right. to the doctor for a follow-up. I'm like, I, we can't go nowhere. We're blocked in. But I couldn't see anything for a couple of days. But. Yep. It was all a blur. <laughs> right. Well, I remember that storm. It come actually come through where, where me and Harlow used to live. It come through right through the back. It actually took a, a wind path and uh, out the back, and all the trees fell on my truck. You it know, was a bad one. It was. It, it took, it took down our high school, too. It was, That's it was right. a pretty it bad sure storm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what Harlow asked me the other day. He goes, when, uh, of course, Oak Hill let out school. I know, and then Friday. East Webster didn't. East Webster uh -huh. went, and Har I, was like, I was like, Harlow said something. He's like, well, they got that good school, remember? Because <laughs> that's where a lot of people go for, like, a storm shelter. Right, right. So, I mean, that's safer than most places. Yeah, well, that's a good thing about the state. Usually when you have something that's tore up by a tornado or something like that, they do build it back to 
fight that. It's nice, very nice, which it was a very old building when I went there. A lot of old buildings, but it's a completely new school now. Got you. Well, we uh, also, like I said, uh, because we jump around a lot, which I caught 46 hogs this week, Mm -hmm. and we've caught, so I need to catch 60 on the club. Usually don't start till February. Here we are, middle of January, and I've already caught 46. And another dangerous situation that I run into mm. is when I was dragging the hogs up the other day and Red handed me the... And when he pushed you off the... Yeah, I mean, it, it felt like he pushed me. I know. I mean, I don't get what's yeah. wrong with Red. <laughs> I need to have a little talk with him. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him push harder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was pulling the hog up with the strap, and a Red was, and he got about halfway on the trailer, and I was already at the end of the trailer. And I said, here, I'll get it. And I went to do it, and the, the noose come loose. And as I right when I got it tight, it it just popped loose, and I trip over the hog behind me, and not only I hit my what we thought was going to be my ribs, but it ended up being my gut on the side rail of the trailer. <laughs> but instead of stopping there, oh no, I roll on over the top of the trailer, land on my head, and then just fall over yeah. on it. And see, I just I think it's you that's clumsy. Yeah, because I think you have like a balancing issue. Yeah. Well, I fall all the time with these beavers. I mean, that's, I, I don't think it's like these crazy, yeah. dangerous know. situations that you get to live through because you're such a strong, heroic man. I just think you're more of a klutz. You're clumsy and right. you can't stand up straight. Right. You don't see it that way? I, I don't think that, I don't think you're thinking right. Oh, okay. I think, because, you know. What am I thinking? All right, so think about this. <laughs> I fell off the trailer, but think about the week before we got married when that, when that hog attacked me and broke my toe. No, you had a lighter boot on that didn't have as much structure, and you tripped over the hog right. and bent your toe. Right, broke my toe. Pretty much broke it. It turned colors. Because you fell over once again because we can't it, stand straight. I, I remember that it, it jumped up. I mean, this was me like by. a week before the wedding. Yeah, you, and you told were hobbling. You told me, do not trap the week of, and that was on a Sunday. Yeah, of course. So you it wasn't the week of. To your wife. It wasn't the week of. It was Monday was start, supposed to start the work week. And anyway, that hog t- jumped up and attacked me, and I tripped and fell, and it broke. Was that the one that was kind of playing possum with you that was dead, and then it woke up, and then it ran off? No, no. That was no, a different one? No, no. That yeah. one was just legit dead, and you fell over it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His feet was up in the air, and I went to step over the pig. And, and you didn't step up? The hoof caught me, and when it did, you know how you try to catch yourself? And when I tried to catch myself, I was wearing a too big of a boot is what it amounted to. Like, I wear a size 10, I was wearing a size 12. So the ankle weights that I bought, I think you should start wearing that around the house and your job to, like, strengthen up your leg muscles. No, I got strong. That's how I beat that dam that busted on me, and I roared. No, because you still fell. No, but but the leg muscles roared me through that rushing water. Okay. I mean, they there's firefighters and EMT and 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 life rescuing people out there that couldn't even have done that. And oh, I did it wow. I did it with nothing but a beaver rod. Y'all, y'all can't tell this man nothing. He <laughs> knows it all. He's seen it all. He's been through it all. You can't tell him nothing. It's like talking to a brick wall. <sighs> Why would you talk to a brick wall? Right. Why would I talk to you? <laughs> I get nowhere. I'm just telling you, so I'm going to I'm going to agree. I'm agree. I'm agree with you. Yeah. Them, You're right. Them, them, You're right. Them hogs attack me. Right. Yeah. Well. You're if, right. I'll take you with me in the morning. We go beaver trapping it's in the morning. It's going to be too cold. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be cold. But we got to get it, baby. Well. We got to get it. If the roads are not icy, I'm going to have to try to work. 
Light bills don't but get paid without trapping. No, you just want to take me, drive me to work to go see my people. Huh? Huh? Why well, won't take you? Because I, I probably can't drive. Oh, you're a woman. Right. I probably can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> I sure can't drive if it's icy outside. Oh no! I, I had to let Dad drive me one time to work because it was. Yeah, well, ice we're gonna do road. phone calls. We're gonna we're gonna call them well, on the phone. Well, you tell my boss that. I tell them they love me. Okay. I be like, hey, let my me boss hand. calls you yo yo. <laughs> <laughs> I get yo yo yeah yeah <laughs> yo yo yeah yeah. It don't matter. I don't care as long as they watching them videos. Hit that like share. <laughs> Give me that blue thumb and red hearts. Oh gosh. Oh man. But other than that, you know, I, I'll t- hey guys, I'll tell y'all some stories later. My wife ain't around. She be trying to change the way I see things. Mm-hmm. Where I try to tell stories and whatnot. Oh, but- you accountable. <laughs> you owe me a cannibal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. They always say a, uh, a man's success is from the woman behind him or next to him. But, man, you be, you be killing you, know, you, you be killing my stories, man. To keep me honest, ain't you? I do. That's right. I do. But you are very good at telling them. Yeah. Well, it's like you set the tone and <laughs> like you're there. Well, I am. I am. So... Oh, boy. But anyway, maybe we'll survive the night for all the linemen out there. Maybe I don't have to work or don't have to work too long because it gets cold quick. I've been out there myself many a times. Oh, I can remember when it was, when your toes felt like they was going to off, freeze off or your nose. Still getting the power back on. We respect I respect what you do because I've done it and understand it. So y'all be safe out there and get the power on best you can. Don't let the world get to you. Well, baby, I appreciate you being on the podcast again today mm-hmm. keeping me going now it'll be your turn to upload it so we can get it edited because i don't know a thing about it i know i know <laughs> i'll do it <laughs> well guys until next week y'all know how it goes y'all have a good one god bless and as always jesus loves you